0: Welcome back to another, uh, extremely professional and well researched and thought out episode of five songs or less. My name is Danny. I am joined again by the wonderful Nate. Uh, this, this time around we'll be talking about the band, the saddest landscape, which I gave to him. And I just, I feel like there's something out, out in the ether today that, uh, Tells me that uh, Nate has a question for me.
1: I don't have a... I don't know. Hey, Danny. Hey. It's good to see you again. Um, you too, here, Yeah. Here on Zoom, you know. We're still couple not... A um, couple of bros
0: and some hoodies.
1: A <laughs> couple of bros and some hoodies. I wonder if, like... Have you ever recorded this, like, on location, like, at a park or maybe a, a famed venue or something no, like that? No, no.
0: Nothing, nothing that exciting. Maybe on a boat? I've been in... I've been in other rooms of my house before.
1: Okay. Okay. All right.
0: But never on location.
1: Never on location. It's something you would consider though.
0: Sure, yeah. I think that'd be fun. I th- I, the closest uh, we ever got was when Dante came to visit and we did a we did a record in the living room with uh, both of us in the same room recording. Oh, how was that? Uh it was good. It was pretty fun. We were just talking about Coheed and Cambria side projects. There was a lot of background noise and it was pretty cool.
1: <laughs> Short and sweet. Yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> this is our second uh, date. Uh-huh. I wonder, I, 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 so I wrote out a couple of like questions. Like I didn't go to the, <laughs> I did not go to the New York times, like <laughs> list of like 50 questions to fall in love to, or.
0: Sure, sure, sure. uh I know.
1: And I, I avoided the LinkedIn icebreaker recommendations (laughs) for, um, clean, but fun at work engagement.
0: Sure. But I did,
1: I do think like, it's probably appropriate for us to continue the process of getting to know one another. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I guess like a question I have that is not a question for a second date is what do you, what is the goal of a second date?
0: What? I don't oh. I don't know what, what the goal is of a second date to, to get to know the person better, to, um, really confirm and cement the fact that you continue to like this person. Uh, where was your, where was your second date with your partner?
1: Yeah. With Shannon. I mean, actually like, I don't know. I wonder if this is the case for you too, but like, so I started dating my wife out of a circle of friends vibe, right? Mm-hmm. So like there was like, I always think about this, like I mentioned this last, last week that it's like, um, a first date where like, we've kind of, we're kind of familiar with one another. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it's not, we didn't go onto podcast Tinder and, and <laughs> match, which would be a cool at, maybe there's, maybe there's an idea there. Is there something there? A yeah. Podcast you, got
0: a, you got a million dollar idea. <laughs> a million? Yeah. It's not
1: a lot these days that (laughs) might buy me a garage in Sacramento. Yes. Yes. Um, but so like, I think, yeah, with, with my wife, we had that even in the time of Tinder, I had used that also, um, in the past, Uh but the question is our second date, thus is not something that exists. wasn't like a, like I couldn't pinpoint what that is or Mm -hmm. what it was, Okay. I feel like it's a lot more. Aman- Amanda
0: and I had a second date because because we didn't know each other beforehand. Did you? How did you? How did you get to the first date then? If
1: you didn't know each other beforehand, did you? Pick, did you like have a line, or uh did you see her on the oh, sidewalk? Oh and-
0: no 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 not at all. I'm I'm not that clever. I don't know if that's the word. Oh
1: come on, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I if next time we're gonna
0: ask about best first lines. That's all right. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Uh, sorry, I've I've told this story on on the pod before, so I'm I, I may cut oh, it don't out. Don't do it then. Uh, you don't have to. If you're interested, yeah, if you're if hold hold on hold on. If you're interested in the story, go listen to uh, the episode we did on the zombies that I oh. did with Dante. But we met through uh, when I worked at Dimple Records.
1: Oh, that's right. Um, I knew
0: that. You have yeah. you heard this story? No, not
1: specifically, but I do know that you have that connection. The, the two of you.
0: Okay. Okay. She was selling a bunch of, like, her whole CD collection. I thought she had some good stuff in her CD collection. Uh, We had a mutual friend named Brandy. Hi, Brandy. If you're listening, you're probably not. And, yeah, Brandy hooked it up.
1: How do you feel about a person who's selling good music, though? Like, I mean, I guess context matters. The situations matter. But, like, you're like, wow, these are great CDs. Why are you getting rid of them?
0: Yeah. I don't know. That never really occurred. (laughs) Like, I, I... I found out, like, she was just trying to, like, rid her life of um, clutter and stuff like that. Uh, This was kind of in the very early days of streaming and things, and so she was getting rid of her CDs. She felt like she didn't need, you know, hundreds of, of CDs.
1: Hundreds of them, yeah. Did she have the soundtrack for Empire Records? Oh, I don't think so. Oh, damn. Okay. Well, anyways, this is a tangent. I didn't mean to go on this in this direction, actually. at all. Um, (laughs) I guess I don't like the goal of a second date is you're probably right. Like just like, hey, first date was fun. Yeah, let's try it again.
0: Let's see if we can do this again and have just as much success. So a
1: couple of things that I thought you had some nice questions for me. These are things that you may have um, answered before. So you could do a thumbs down (laughs) if I should if I should pass it. As a person who's listened to some of your pods, I'm not a person who's listened to all of your pods. So yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have the full context.
0: I'm surprised um, anybody listens to any of them.
1: I'm not actually. Again, <laughs> you're this this self deprecating thing is all. It's perfect for this emo theme we've got. Going today, <laughs> yes, <know>? yes.
0: <laughs> Let um, me grab my guitar real quick.
1: <laughs> do you also do you also find yourself comfortable with the either or, like Zoom
0: or Skype, and you have to pick one? I've never. Re- I don't know if I've ever actually used Skype in my life. So Um, zoom zoom is just, uh, I don't know. It was like the one that everyone was talking about at the beginning of the pandemic, you know? Um, and they like opened it up to where you could do meetings as long as you want, which they seem to have continued. I've done some of these through, um, FaceTime and that seems to work pretty well also, but yeah, I've never used Skype.
1: Damn. Um, but you, but an either or, like you can answer that. You can, you can try a, an either or question or would you, it's not, would you rather? It's like, okay, do you know what I'm talking about? It's yeah. To get to know you.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So,
1: okay. Yes. Yes,
0: yes. It's a list of things. You have to pick one. Okay. Just give me five minutes and I'll figure it out. Let's just give
1: All right, Danny. Wait, all right. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say one thing or another and you're going to say, <laughs> yes, I want yes, that one. Yes, all right. I all right. We got it, this. No. Um, I introduce it really poorly, though. That's the problem. <laughs> See? It's okay. Maybe if I were, like, more clear. So, Danny, would you, do you, um, are you going to swim or
0: laying poolside? I mean, honestly, neither. Can neither oh. be a, a choice? Yeah, but you got to explain uh, yourself. I, I laying don't, poolside? Uh, I don't. I don't like laying poolside. Uh-huh. No, thank you. I don't like, uh, swimming is fine. I don't like taking off my shirt. I'm very Word. self-conscious and uncomfortable with that. I will, I will say, I will choose swimming with my children, making sure they're not drowning. Swimming with your children, yes. laying poolside is a, is a total no, though. No, no, thank you. I'll go inside, okay. thanks.
1: <laughs> I love that.
0: <laughs> All, right. All right, messy or neat? In what context?
1: generally speaking like you as a you're, you're you as a person i'm a messy person i'm a neat person
0: um i'm i'm a i'm an aspiring neat person but if you looked at my desk right now you'd probably say otherwise it's it's not super i've got like let me see one two three four five six seven post-it notes on my desk right now i mean that's that what are they're like helping you remind remind
1: remind yourself of things it's just like random work an- notes
0: yeah i've got i've got Th- this uh, thing of drill bits sitting on my desk still, from I don't know a week ago that I haven't put away yet.
1: Yeah, but they're high quality. They're high quality. Yeah, uh, so quality.
0: I, I, is thing. I'm an aspiring neat person. Amanda Amanda pushes me to be neater than I am. Word. Um, pink or purple? Pink.
1: Pink. Okay, that was easier. Yes. Loud or quiet? generally i'm gonna go with quiet quiet okay yes. does that include like parts of a song
0: uh i do like a nice quiet part of a song especially um you know we'll we'll talk about it a little bit uh later but you know a, a loud kind of chaotic a messy band kind of neatening, th- neatening things up with a quiet part of a song
1: Letting you re- <laughs> regain control of your body yeah. and brain. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um, morning or night? Night. Yeah. Night. But you're also you're, you're also a dad of young kids, so you probably are up in the morning.
0: I, I do get up pretty early, between 6 and 6.30. Word. How do you, how do you feel about that? It's fine. I like getting up early, except... I'm kind of always tired, so I don't know. I should probably go to the doctor one of these days. But uh, but I like getting up early because uh, it makes me feel like I have more time during the day.
1: Yeah, you know, word outside of work, right? Like you got that chunk of time where you're supposed to be doing work, and you've got yeah, the before yeah, work yeah, and yeah. the after work. I, and I, the after work is so short. Okay, read or watch? Watch. Watch, okay. Um, bike or skateboard?
0: Oh, uh, a much younger version of me would, would say skateboard, but, uh, these days, uh, I would say bike. Yeah. Skateboarding is really bad for your ankles and like, you don't recover that quickly anymore. Like
1: you're, yeah, s- yeah. you're going to break something and it's going to just affect your life so horribly.
0: I was on like maybe six years ago, seven years ago, five years ago, somewhere in there I was My friend, I was at a friend's house and he had a skateboard. And I tried to ollie for the first time in, you know, fifteen years, and I practically fell on my face. So, but you
1: you did skate though when you were younger.
0: I did skate when I was in junior high, high school. Yeah, I I was into skating. I wasn't very good, but I could all I could ollie with the best of them. I'll tell you that.
1: You could ollie with the best of them, Uh, including the, (laughs) including the professionals. Like you could do like, so like you were watching Tony Hawk's pro skater, the video game, and they were all laying from like, from like the ground to the top of a 20 story building. You were like, fuck, I can do that. I can do that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I have two more.
0: Okay. CD or vinyl vinyl. Why? Because I'm a fucking dummy snob who, Thinks it's better, but it's probably actually not. Word. I actually
1: buy it a lot more than I'll admit.
0: Yeah, but you've I like my. See you've it. seen my collection. You've
1: yeah, yours is house. big. It's big. It's much bigger than mine. my CD collection, though, is quite large. I have. I, buy I them have a lot.
0: Fourteen Satis Landscape pieces of vinyl. Are you serious? Yes. They're, They're, what, yeah, that's right. They're like that's a prolific band, right? They put out a lot of pieces. They have a lot, a lot of, of like seven inch records and splits, and they've done like. <laughs> b-side collections and things
1: what do you do with your seven inches
0: uh regret buying them <laughs> <laughs> so the answer is obviously not listen to them <laughs> uh, i i was just talking to my friend cody about this recently because we went we went record star shopping like last month and it was the first time i'd like hung out with him in a long time and like on record shopping And I was at the end of the end of the time I was dropping it back off at his house. I was like, fuck, man, this was so much fun. Let's start doing this like on a monthly basis. Even if we like don't buy anything, that'd be cool. Or like we could make it a, you know, a half day trip up to the Bay Area or something and go to some cool stores out there. Um, But when we were out shopping, I was like, man, I just don't want to buy seven inch records anymore. It's, you know, seven to ten dollars for like probably a new seven inch record Mm -hmm. for like two to four songs that you have to like get up and, and flip your record over after five minutes. I think it's, you can get a total of like eight minutes on a, on one side of a seven inch. I can't remember, but it's just, it's, it's not worth it. Yeah,
1: I agree. I have like a, I have a large seven inch like for, i get, i don't know i haven't bought a 7 inch in 20 years probably yeah, yeah. but i think uh i used to get them a lot cuz they were like i mean you know back in like the um late 90s to early 2000s they were 3.99 yeah, $4 yeah, yeah. which was still 4.99 that was getting pretty expensive but like um it was the most affordable item at a show sure and yeah. so i would get them a lot and like i feel like i would never listen to them for that exact reason yeah. i was just i don't know what the hell i was doing and now yeah. i just have these like Seven inches—they don't fit with the rest of the records. Yeah, like t- I'm just like, what the fuck do I do with these? things? Yeah.
0: I have these two uh, like bins filled with seven-inch records that I'm just like, I'm probably never going to listen to any of these. I maybe could sell them, but I don't know. There's there's some that have too much sentimental value. I was actually don't sorry for saying this out loud, saddest landscape, but I I do have like all the B-side compilations, and so I could probably just get rid of the seven-inch records because. I have them on a twelve-inch format, and that makes more sense for me. Yeah, but there's certain like there's certain bands that all still shell out the the five to ten dollars for a seven-inch four.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I would do it.
0: Anyways, <laughs> um, the last so the
1: last uh, either or I don't even know what the hell this is called either <laughs> or question sure. is um,
0: scrams or emo. Pretty much, almost always emo. I'm very particular about scrams. Uh, it has to. It has to be just right. It has to be just right for me to really like it. And you, you would, you would. Uh, gosh, what's like? You would
1: claim that we, that we've found that that just right today. I uh, in the saddest it, landscape. Yes. Yes. Hell yeah! That's oh hell yeah! Okay. I, w- I would say so. Um, Peaks. It's funny. Th- <laughs> Peak scrams. It's funny, like, I liked that either or. Uh, it has, There's a lead-in quality to it, but, like, at the same time, like, it could mean another kind of question, right? Yeah. So how do you describe the band that we listened to this week? I mean... What do you call them?
0: They're sort of scrams, but um, they're not at... There's more structure to their songwriting than, say... Like, even, like, Page 99 or... Oh, God. What's the band that you're going to give me? Sesha. Like, the little I know about Sesha, like, those songs are, are short and loud and fast and they don't have the same elements of, like... that, like, Saddest Landscape has or, like, Funeral Diner or, like, more newer bands like Piano Becomes the Teeth that have these, like, post-rock tendencies, these, like, long and kind of instrumental breaks in songs and things like that. Uh, or, like... um they kind of get lumped in. uh, This band gets kind of lumped in with this kind of scram stuff, but I don't really feel like they're that. Uh, But the uh, circle takes the square kind of gets lumped into that kind of stuff. But I feel like they're so different than a lot of those bands. So I feel like Saddest Landscape, it takes the things I like from those scrams or screamo type bands and takes the things I like from post hardcore bands or post rock bands and kind of blends it together in a way that that feels just right for me for my my ears
1: it's the goldilocks medium yeah exactly oh yeah okay <laughs> okay i appreciate that i also am still dancing around the question i think of the, the word scrams is it like that's you do you does that like i I, to be perfectly honest, like I feel like I've listened to Scram's music most of my adult life and also my teenage life, <laughs> uh-huh. and I I learned the word three years ago. Sure, <laughs> I sure. was like, Wait, yeah. "What the what the fuck is that? What are you talking about, Scrams? <laughs> is that like how you? Is that like one a one band genre that is that is Swiz or something like <laughs> this?"
0: Yeah, <laughs> it was. I like brought this up on Facebook a few years ago. I was like, "Who the fuck?" came up with scrams like that's really fucking stupid like i get that they wanted to differentiate what was being called screamo in the early mid aughts or whatever versus this kind of stuff and so they wanted to sell the difference and i like asked who came up with this and i can't remember who it was it's like a friend of a friend or or something like that like tagged the person apparently that coined the term and was like, where, why did you call it this? And I was like, Oh, this is really weird. Now <laughs> I don't want to actually find out. I just want to rant. Did they have a, did they have a, I don't even, I don't even fucking remember. I should look, I wonder if I can find it on my Facebook. I was
1: reading an article in vice about mm-hmm. an album that this band, the saddest landscape was putting out in shoot. It's that 2015 one. Darkness Forgives. Oh, yeah. Um, I was trying to actually, what I was trying to do is trying to figure out, like you gave me a song from that album and I was like, who's this, who's this, who are they singing about? So I was like Googling it, trying to figure this out. Oh, um, right. This article came up and there's actually the question uh, asked to, I can't remember what member of the band is being interviewed. I should have taken better notes on that. Let me click through here. I don't know who the hell it is. Uh, I guess it would be the vocalist, Andy Maddox. Does that seem right?
0: Uh, yeah. Andy is the vocalist and Aaron is like the drummer that have been kind of the word. constants in the band. For this, uh, this band's been around a
1: long time. Yeah. For quite a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's kind of impressive because the question is centered on the word screamo in the late 1990s. And this, even for me, is a question, right? Like, um, it's also not a word that, like, it felt to me like that word. And they, and this dude answers it by saying, like, I didn't really know this word screamo. It was, uh, You know, like you talk about Seisha, like that's an emo band or it's a hardcore band or it's a punk band. Uh Screamo, he says, it was in association with Thursday around the time The Full Collapse came out. Mm -hmm. But then he was like, uh, people wanted to draw lines like, no, no, this is more aggressive and heartfelt as opposed to just being sad and introspective. But then Screamo wasn't enough to to draw the line. So people started calling it Scrams. Hmm. And he felt that the word was silly and it insulted the fan base at one point because the word just sounded dumb. (laughs) How do you feel about that? (laughs) I feel like if if your coworker is like, Hey Danny, um, what kind of music do you listen to? And you said, Oh, I'm a big fan of scrams. I'm really into
0: scrams.
1: (laughs) It's silly. I think that he's right. This dude, this dude, Andy is totally right.
0: Like, yeah.
1: Okay. Anyways, I just
0: wanted to ask. It's 100% (laughs) true. Like it's ridiculous. Uh, but it's, it's just a goofy way to kind of set it apart or know what you could say that at a show and, and, you know, someone might know what you're talking about. Word. You know, and cause if you say screamo, they're, they're going to be like, Oh, you mean under oath or something like that? Yeah. You know, that's true. And
1: if you say emo, they mean dashboard confessional. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Which is.
1: Leads me into the last thing I want to ask you. Like I had a Mm -hmm. list of questions too, besides these stupid either ors, which I think are funny. (laughs) Um, How the hell did you know Dashboard Confessional was putting out a new album?
0: Because I'm on a mailing list for allmusic.com and it sends out a thing every week, every Friday when new albums come out. Uh, And it was in there and you, you, your interest was peaked so did you listen to it <laughs> i did listen to it i listened to it a couple times
1: actually meaning from first track through the end yeah two two or three times yeah. okay what'd you what'd you think i
0: i liked it more than i expected to i wanted to listen to it because the little blurb about it was talking about how he was you know the quintessential getting back to his roots because he was playing it's all acoustic. There's no electric guitar. Well, he's not playing electric guitar. I think there actually is some, but Yeah, I was gonna ask. So it's pretty much all acoustic. And then there's drums and bass and whatnot. But so I was like, oh cool. He's he's kinda going back to the where he started. That's kind of neat. He doesn't sing the same. You pointed out that it sounds like he's been smoking for years and he just <laughs> he just can't hit those notes anymore.
1: He may have just
0: started for all I know. Who That's knows? just like where yeah. he's at in his life.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But he's definitely smoking.
0: For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it it just doesn't hit the same. The lyrics. I don't know if the lyrics were always that cheesy, but they're they're pretty cheesy. There's one song that's like about his his wife and kids, and so that kind of hits home a little bit um, to my sensitive brain. But um, it's very like dashboard, like Chris Carraba. Trying to do something in between, like a Nebraska Bruce Springsteen and mm. a, a Gaslight Anthem album, or something like that. That's a band I know by name only. Yeah, Gaslight they, Anthem, no. They they wish they were Bruce Springsteen. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I yeah okay. That said, I didn't hate it. I, I listened a couple times. I listened in the car. And I listened when I was, uh, uh, laying down on the bed, kind of like falling asleep, listening to it. And it was, it was nice music to kind of like doze off to, you know? Do you, where is it in your rotation now? Oh, I've, I've forgot that it existed until you brought it up. Oh shit. Oh, poor Chris.
1: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So I guess like you told me about it and, um, uh, I, I, that was my question. I was like, wait, how did you know? Like, what, what, what are you tuned into? That's like, Hey, Chris Cravo put it on like <laughs> yesterday or like today. And I was like, Oh shit, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could follow him on a, any number of social media channels. Yeah, you might actually like, for all I know, you could be like an actual friend of his on Facebook <laughs> in yeah, real yeah, life. Yeah. for all I know.
0: No, that I scene, don't, <clears throat> I don't follow him. I might, I think further seems forever has a Facebook page and I follow that cause I love them or I love their first album anyway.
1: So I listened to it too, mm-hmm.
0: and I I wonder, like,
1: I didn't catch the song about his wife and his kids. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I didn't catch that, but I did watch him play a live show on a porch step. Oh, really? Recently. That's I didn't tight. watch him. It was like, I, somebody texted me a short video. It's like 15 people and he's playing on his porch
2: That's cool. and it's
1: all little kids running around, which is cool. Like, I have no problem with that. Yeah, I that's think that's tight. pretty great, but it does show that he's in a different place but I did feel like a lot of the songs like didn't weren't reflective of that different place. Like, and I was really kind of curious about Chris's heart and <laughs> how he's been the last 20 years yeah. and whether or not he's like consistently singing about the same heartbreak or if he breaks his heart every year, like what's his deal? How do you do that for I don't so know. long?
0: I don't know. I mean, I kind of assumed this one was going to be very like family oriented, like singing about his kids and family and all that kind of stuff, which is, which is true to to an extent. And then did you know he almost died? No, why? He got in a motorcycle accident. Because <laughs> oh. he was lighting a cig while he was riding his motorcycle. <laughs> oh, dude, that is so cool. That's <laughs> legit cool <laughs> shit, really. Uh no, I don't know. He did get in a motorcycle accident and, and like was in the yeah. hospital, but he recovered and and wrote this album after, or you know, continued writing it. I don't know, but so that's cool that he. did I mean, die. I guess I feel, a hundred percent, and I'm, I'm that sucks that
1: happened. I also feel bad now because maybe that's why his voice sounds a little, a little raspy or something. Oh, like who maybe knows, like what? It's not that he's a pack a day, but he just got into an accident. Maybe. That's Too bad. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't have much to say. I felt a little catfish when the full band came in. Like I was like, yeah, all right, let's do this <laughs> sure, sure, acoustic sure. thing, yeah. and then, then I I, uh, I felt a little cheated, but I,
0: that's how I felt when. Uh, uh, what's the second album called? The places you come to fear the most or something like that. Yeah. When that album came out, I've, I've felt a little catfished when the full band came in. I was like, what, what's this shit? Yeah. Give me an acoustic guitar and some sweet harms, but that's all I need. <clears throat>
1: some sad man shit. Yeah.
0: That's full band.
1: No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Although I loved that album, like an, an I incredible amount. I don't know why I like to, I don't know. I don't know what I should say about it.
0: Were you a "Further Seems Forever" guy?
1: The first album, yeah. 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 But I don't, I, I don't know. Like, there's something about like some of the progression of those. Oh shit! (laughs) Oh wow! Danny is holding up a full-on "Further Seems Forever." uh, What even is that album called again? Uh, The the moon moon is down. down. Yeah. So like um, vinyl, which is it's probably some badass color like clear or it's, it's white. It's white. That's a good color. It's a good. Does it, it have
0: it the matches? Yeah.
1: Does it have the cross uh, on it, like of Jesus is Christ, <laughs> the, the cross? It's got.
0: It's got his uh, Jesus's blood mixed in uh, the vinyl. Actually, <laughs> the vinyl, the blood of Christ is blood like mixed Christ. into this. Woo!
1: Wow, that's some blasphemy. For yeah. Apologies, I didn't I mean to go know.
2: there. I'm terrible.
0: <clears throat> it's a shitty pressing. Uh, this is another thing I've already talked about on the pod. That's why it's sitting right here. Because they, they're releasing a 20th anniversary pressing, a real nice one. And I bought it for way too much money. So I've, I got to sell this one.
1: Way too much money, meaning the the sale price was too expensive? Or did you buy it from a person who had purchased no, it? No, the, the sale price. price was
0: too expensive. I, $70 was shipping. What the fuck? For a... For, for a rep- Wait, why? Because it's like this... It comes with like a big book and... It's remastered and blah, 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 all those kind of things. I don't know if it'll actually be worth it. I'm hoping I get a good amount for, for my pressing that I have. We'll see. I've yet to list it. We'll
1: see. It's funny. Like last week we were talking about Garrison and how they were like that, you know, they had the offer to repress their EP and Mm -hmm. like the dude was like, yeah, that never would have thought. But like, I (laughs) Back in, like, when did that album come out? The moon is down, like, 99, 2000 or something like that? Uh, 01. Oh, oh, it's later than that. 01. 01, really? Yeah, 2001. Okay. That was, that's ridiculous. Like, even, like, you, like, to imagine, like, you're going to be buying a $70 remastered, (laughs) like, bulked-up fucking dope collection 20,
0: 21 years away. I'm I'm just still bitter about this because this is a repress. Uh, Again, I've already talked about this, but nobody probably listened to that episode i don't remember which one it was but uh this is like a shitty pressing it doesn't even have like the liner notes the or the original pressing had a shitty weezer cover of uh, say it ain't so it does this doesn't have the shitty weezer cover
1: yeah which makes it a shitty pressing <laughs> which makes it a shitty pressing oh uh, yeah oh well <laughs> um how much is that fucking shitty weezer pressing going for
0: Oh, probably more than $70, mm, probably enough. at least 70 to a hundred dollars. It was out of print. Yeah, for so you, long. Invest,
1: you invest in that. Like by the time your kids are going to college, that's going to pay for an entire textbook or exactly. something. When you resell it.
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Danny, thank you for, your, uh, <laughs> thank you for the opportunity to be on your pod. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fuck
0: yeah, dude. <laughs> this is sick. I did. Um, I did see. Oh, that I, I did want to say. Uh, looks like Garrison might be doing some more uh, vinyl represses, though. Yeah, supposedly that mile in cold water is uh, coming.
1: Yeah. Do you think they'll
0: do this? Did, where, did you read something
1: about? How do you know this?
0: Because uh, I I started following him, uh, uh Garrison on my on our the five songs or less Instagram, and I was looking. Dude, at you're it today. so
1: much. I followed five songs or less Instagram like two days ago. Oh like, yeah, I'm thanks so bad for thanks Instagram. for following. It's, it's I don't take offense to it. I'm so bad. at it. I, don't, I definitely don't follow Garrison. I'm gonna look him up right now. Uh, Garrison but, Band, but they posted. Yeah, he him.
0: was uh, scanning the the picture of that lock that's on the cover of uh, Mile and Cold Water. Yeah, he was like scanning the original negative so that they can redo the artwork for Shit. a new pressing. That the
1: mile in cold water artwork, like there's something about it. That's kind of nice, but it's not a great looking no, cover for an no. album. It's it's, like, it's
0: very of the time, but, uh, yeah, but yeah, not, not great. I'm digging that iodine
1: records. They got, they have some funny stuff they're putting out. Yeah. The, um, Garrison being really the one. They also repressed Jerome's dream, uh, Presents. Oh, did they do that?
0: That's cool.
1: Yeah. I, I ordered that cause I like that group. Um, it's, it, I don't have it yet. I ordered it like seven months ago. I, feel. I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh-oh. What do they call it? Like, um, isn't there like a boat stuck in the canal or something? I don't oh, know. something like that.
0: Yeah. That's happened to me before though. I, a record showed up at my door like, oh yeah, I forgot I bought this. Yeah. It's both, it's,
1: it's a nice gift, but then also like, wait, should I have bought this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Do you, what do you, do you want to talk about this? Uh Yeah. Let's this fucking, emo band
0: let's fucking scrams it up scrams scrams yeah. band yeah so this, do you like what i'm sorry no, go I'd, ahead
1: go ahead i'm super interrupting like if i were to like come to you and say like oh man danny gave me this this rad album uh this rad list of songs from the saddest day they're a punk band what would would does that hit you weird or would you be like no that's not they're not a punk band dude they're like They're a screamo band or a scrams or something else.
0: I I would take issue with somebody calling them a punk band. How come? Because it's not punk. It's not, I mean, it's not, you know, quote unquote, true punks. It's like if somebody called them a hardcore band, I'd be okay with that. Somebody called them a post hardcore band, I'd be okay with that.
1: Those two descriptors come to me when I was listening to this, but like in, in ways that kind of like were befuddling, where I was sort of like, dude, this sounds like a hardcore, like, build yeah. up or something like that like i'm about ready to like pick up change and then it never comes <laughs> so it
0: sucks i don't know what that, that was, payoff that is. was good
2: <laughs> yeah you know.
0: Call, calling them a punk band is is what you what you say to like your relatives when they're like what saddest landscape what's that you're wearing a t-shirt or whatever yeah you go i don't know it's a it's a punk band like that's what you say to the genre ignorant i don't know <laughs>
1: That's true. That's a good point. Like the genre, the genre disinterested is what I might. Sure, call it. sure, sure.
0: Yeah, that's probably a better way to put it. But yeah, like you know, if if you know things about music, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't like yell at someone or anything for calling them a punk band. I'd just be like, oh, that's weird. He called them a punk band.
1: I went on Danny's podcast and I called the saddest landscape a punk band, and then he just spent the next forty <laughs> minutes lecturing me. I never it's came like, back. Fucking Doctor <laughs> Ensley, like letting me know. <laughs> yeah i mean i guess like from a punk perspective saddest landscape doesn't really fit it seems like i mean it could but like that's a little i don't know it's it's a little emo you know yeah
0: (laughs) yeah even the name the name itself
1: okay the name itself to wait so can i say hey danny Mm -hmm. you gave me this band the saddest landscape what the fuck is your story with this band
0: uh, so the reason do I, say I,
1: why, why the fuck did you give me this band? Is that what I say? You
0: could do that too. No, no I'll no, answer both. Rude. What's your story? I, uh, so I'll answer why first. Cause that's a shorter answer. Why? Because, uh, you asked when you, you sent me a list of bands that you might want to give me and say she was on that list. And mm-hmm. I know that they're in the same wheelhouse, but I never really listened to them. So I was like, Hey, I want to talk about saddest landscape on this podcast someday. Here's an opportunity. Yeah. Also, if I gave this to Dante, he probably would have hated it. My knowledge of, of scrams in whatever you want to call it as a whole is all thanks to uh, my friend, Eric. Hi, Eric. If you're listening, he does listen on occasion. I lived in Santa Barbara for a year. I went to photography school and came back a failure. Uh, but Ooh, in that time, okay. <laughs> sick burn. No, in, it's another self-deprecating crap to hear. About. <laughs> anyways, uh, continue. I became friends with Eric right away. I went down to Santa Barbara, didn't really know anybody. I saw a, a guy wearing a faint T-shirt. That man, mm-hmm. the faint, and I was like, "Oh, friend!" And I made friends with Eric, and we shared a whole bunch of music with each other. And he introduced me to to Funeral Diner and these guys and jerome's dream all that kind of stuff and this was the one that like out of all the bands he introduced me to this was the one that has stuck with me the most over the years i, I have a memory of writing in his uh in his scion remember the the toaster scions that were all boxy
1: um car. i gotta i have a question like because like there's a version of that that's like really boxy, and a version of it that's like more of like a PT Cruiser boxy. No, Is that like the case, really or? boxy. The, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. The
0: OG like uh, Scion.
1: Would you describe um, the car as as like fly?
0: Um. Yeah, it's pretty fly. Okay. Cool. It was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was a cool car. But riding in his car somewhere, I think we were driving a Ventura. Uh, and hearing sad landscape in his car and like at the end I don't think I gave you this song I think it was on like the longer version of this playlist that I cut <laughs> down uh but at the end it it sounds like uh he's crying or just oh you gave this to me oh I did okay I think so yeah yeah um and I'm just like this is fucking amazing I
1: love that as your reaction because i also i feel the same way like i think I like i I make fun of this style of emo uh like I like to make fun of and I guess making fun isn't really the thing like you like if you can't joke about the things you love, then you're taking yourself too seriously right so like one hundred percent thank you yes. th- there's like this this vibe behind like the eight minute song where' it's like the dude's just first of all been screaming his fucking lungs out for yeah. like seven minutes right with yeah. a couple of breaks and stuff like that and some of them are longer. <laughs> But like, and then, I mean, the emotion is what is being expressed in the cry. And I, you hear this a lot in in this, in this genre, but like at the same time, like I feel like, yeah, I'd be crying after that fucking burst of ridiculous vocal energy, (laughs) but I love it as well. Despite the fact that, and in this particular instance, we get to that song, it's funny. Like, so you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) But to have like that first reaction, like, cause I feel, I feel like when I was a kid and I was hearing this stuff for the first time too, my reaction was just like, shit, this is, this is so good, this is so serious. It's, it's even like there's something beautiful in like the emotion that's coming out. Yeah, and it's, it's not the same, or maybe it is born of like the fact that like Jonathan Davis like cries on one of his the Corn albums. I guess, <laughs> Does maybe he really? Liked I did that as a kid too. <laughs> it's the end of that self-titled one. He's all fucking crying. Oh, that guy's he's a sad dude, man. He if a different. There's a there is a parallel universe where Jonathan Davis is like a screamo emo yeah. person for sure. Is, yeah. Somebody
0: needs to make that happen.
1: I mean, there's just not enough money in it. I think that that dude's out for money right now.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: We could do corn. I think I am confident that I could throw you at least three corn songs that are good enough to be like, yeah, corn's corn's got, got some uh, <laughs> some dope disco beats. I can dance to this. <laughs> <laughs> anyways I don't if Saddest Landscape guys like I don't mean to bring corn up in a conversation about you but I kind of do and I bet you would like it I have a yeah, feeling oh, you'd I be like yeah went. corn's I cool
0: <laughs> I I think just at that age I was like I don't know 23, 24 maybe how old? I don't even know how fucking old I was but I was just at that time in my life where like I was really into Thursday and things like that and really into like oh, there's, like, true emotion in this music. Yeah. And this dude, like, maybe crying at the end of a song. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. That's that's the shit right there. Give me all that's of that. That's the shit right there. It's also a time. I wonder if
1: this is... This will sound stupid, and I appreciate that. Like, I recognize that. But, like, there is something about, like, for me, like, being 17, 18, 19,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and being, like, a dude from... For my case, I'm from a small town where mm-hmm. I feel like my upbringing as it relates to masculinity is fucked yeah but like coming into that age me like for the first time in college like ever my senior year and in my college freshman year like i have friends who are not boys like i hang out with Mm -hmm. with girls or women and like the idea of like showing emotion is like a thing that like some of my like my friends uh, who are dudes are sort of like, yeah, that's totally normal. You mm-hmm. should fucking do that. <laughs> um, th- why, what are you talking about? Yeah. Um, and I feel like that, that intersects with hearing music that like the dudes who are singing, and they were almost always dudes for me. It's a thing that I, I, I'm, I, you know, it's just what it is. Yeah. Expressed emotions. And I think it was one of those things where it just felt like somehow more sincere.
0: Sure, sure. Yeah. whether
1: it is or not, as I talk about with Chris Caraba, like, I don't know about the sincerity, sincerity of that. Yeah. That style of music. I, I think it's possible he's making shit up. Yeah. I think yeah. even like Chris Conley from saves the day even admits to it. It's like, yeah, yeah he I don't.
0: totally does, which was so I disappointing was just, when I, when I found that out. Yeah. But I think it's more common than just him. Probably. I'm <laughs> sure. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> well, do you want to talk about the first song, sir? Yeah, I do. Okay. The first song off of 2004's Lift Your Burdens High for This Is Where We Cross is called The Fashion Magazines Have Succeeded.
1: The fashion magazines have succeeded. Yep. It's such a cool name. <laughs>
0: it really is. I
1: think so. Like, so this is a song about shit talking, right? Is it? I have no idea. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't either. Wait. So like I was thinking about it. It's, I don't know what I'm, tra- okay. Um, it feels to me like this is, when is this from? Oh, four. 2004. Why do you think it's about shit talking? Oh no, no. So, okay. So in the, I'm sorry. I was looking at the lyrics. First of all, like it starts off with like, they've got their knives drawn, which feels like someone's coming for them. And then oh, there's sure. like this, just a few keystrokes and, uh, anonymity has never suited someone so well. And everyone's a critic with a message board to report it, uh, to report it. I can't, this lyric is a little messed up. Talk to pretend to talk expertly about things they don't know or some shit. Oh.
0: Like that. Is that really <laughs> what it's talking? I've I like listen to this playlist like over and over this week. And I didn't really look at the lyrics. I didn't even no, realize I mean, it was about like online trolls. <laughs> yeah. In 2004. Right. 2000, so this these is guys like, were ahead of their fucking time. Zayo yeah, I mean, but had, Zayo had a song about that too. Around the, I feel
1: like my introduction to message board trolls are just like bullying on message boards specifically. Like when I was a kid, like in high school, you may have done this too. Like we had instant messenger uh, oh. and stuff like that where bullying took place. Not in any way like it is today. Yeah. But like message board, message board shit talk, like, I, f- I feel like I can't remember what the Seattle based hardcore message board was, but it was like <laughs> fucking awful. It's like a total shit show. And oh, like sure. in like 2002, right? Like really, early <laughs> on. So I was like, I really like saw this and I was like, this is of a time. I feel like this band today wouldn't take the topic on in the same way. Cause it's just too much of like yeah, a, a yeah, duh. Yeah. That's definitely, a, you're, there's nothing, new, there's nothing interesting being said if you talk about <laughs> it today. Yeah, but in two thousand four, shit. Oh, totally. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's relevant. It certainly was a part of the scene at the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. 100%.
1: But I like it. I like. I like a. I like kind of a whiny like fucking stop yelling at me on the message
0: board. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. I I only have one. Well, I guess two timestamps for this one. Just like right at the beginning and, and the very end. So I don't know if you have Word. anything kind of in between that.
1: I like for whatever reason I was thinking through um there's a part where it's just fucking like this band has some parts that are like just feel heavy as shit like a real yeah. good brutal hardcore metal or some I yeah, don't yeah. know what the hell it is. Yeah. So, like there's something like that for me but what is your what's wait what was your early
0: timestamp? stamp? So like like just the right at the beginning when the vocals come in like 11 seconds into the song. <laughs> So that when like this, the song kind of slows down there, uh, first of all, the, the drumming is insane. This, this drummer is like God level. Dude, every fucking song. Yeah. The drumming is, it's fucking ridiculous, man. And it's crazy to watch him too. They, the two of them, the, the vocalist slash guitarist and the drummer have another brand called Her Breath on Glass and it's just the two of them. Uh, And I've watched some videos of them playing and it's it just watching him play is fucking it's ridiculous. But the vocal delivery there when the song slows down is one of the things that really grabbed me because it's my friend Cody described it really well. One time when I was listening to this in the car, he said, it's it's this reminds me of Thursday, but without melody. This reminds
1: me of Thursday, but without melody. I can't get there.
0: You can't get there. It, I don't know. For I don't some know. That's it, just on me though. Like, yeah, it, for some reason it, it makes total sense to me. Uh, I mean the music is, is not like Tucker rule. Like can't play drums like that, but yeah. just his, his vocal delivery is something that I always fucking love about this band. Like his, it's like always kind of off key and cracking in between like all these screams and stuff. And, uh, it's, I just fucking love it. It's gorgeous for how like quote unquote bad it sounds. If that makes sense. Quote, unquote, yeah, hell
1: yeah. I mean, if you let your high school gym teacher listen to it, he's going to be like, this is trash. What is this? This sounds horrible.
0: <laughs> I was, <laughs> um, I was uh, <laughs> That totally made me think of, uh, I was in like a photography studio one time at that school. It was like this big like warehouse building with like multiple studios and just in between each studio was like, this thick curtain in between each one and I put on some music and it went to this, this, uh, kind of like hardcore type band called, Oh, you might know them actually Kane Hodder because they're from Seattle. Yeah. That name's
1: familiar. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's a band I would say I know, oh, but
0: well, I mean, you don't like know them. Did you, you hung out with them, right? <laughs> um,
1: Can, I mean, are you talking about the band that I played bass in for seven years of my life Yeah, yeah. and you never, and you didn't make the connection motherfucker? <laughs>
0: Uh, but a song of theirs came on and the guy at the next studio over was like, can you shut off that garbage? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I just did quickly like shut it off. I, I'm not a confrontational person. I don't want to be like, grow up old man. This made not any sense.
1: Did it? Kane hotter is a, I just tech. I just, te- I just texted Google <laughs> to try and find out what Kane hotter is.
0: Yeah. Um, He's an actor, but there was a band. A stuntman.
1: Yeah, he was was
0: Jason. Jason Voorhees.
1: Oh, no shit. Okay, fucking hell, man. Look at me learning new things.
0: Let's see. Kane Hodder Band. Very cool band from Seattle.
1: They incorporate six. Oh, these are Bremerton dudes.
0: Bremerton. I love y'all
1: Seattle people, but.
0: We'll hang out. Move to Bremerton. Do you like MXPX? Come on.
1: Yeah, I did actually quite a bit. <laughs> so like when I went to, when I went to, dude, this is <laughs> I My I, I went to college at the University of Western, Western Washington University, the University of Western Washington University. <laughs> That's a really fucking long and, like, name, man. It's super long. Actually, they're trying, for the last 20 years, they've tried to shorten it just to Western, <laughs> like Northwestern or some shit there. I don't know, Eastern. <laughs> like they're trying to be like, I mean, it's a good school, right? It's like a, it's like a Sac State kind of thing. One of uh-huh. those that doesn't give mat- it doesn't give doctor's degrees out. It's like not a research institution, uh-huh. but I don't know. Sure. Whatever. What am I talking about? Oh yeah. So I went up to the school it's, and it's a cool, it's a really pretty town below Mount Baker and up on Bellingham Bay. Like it's the front of it is this beautiful bay and the behind it is this really tall snow capped volcano. Mm-hmm. And then 40, 40, miles North is downtown Vancouver, uh, British Columbia, yeah. which is a cool town. And back then, like, I mean, it was after 9 11, so you had to like show your school ID when you passed the border, Uh but that was pretty much all you had to do. (laughs) It's fucking wild. Um, That said, my roommate and all of his friends were Bremerton kids, Uh kids from fucking Bremerton. And like, first of all, I was Edge, so I wasn't going to drink with them. And they were like, (laughs) uh, they were like, have a good beer times. And I was like, hey, I'll sit with you. And I love Mountain Dew because I like drink a lot (laughs) of Mountain Dew back then. And like, they. I don't know. Like, it's weird. Like I, I definitely like, I come from a pretty small rural community and like Bremerton is like a suburb of, um, Seattle, like with some, with some of the, the, it's a mixture, I guess I would say, but like these dudes like particularly had like some, some dollar bills, I think behind them. And I just was confronted with that for the first time. It's not a Bremerton thing. Uh But it definitely is. A, my association with Berberton is these sort of rich kids that I went to college with and they drank too much uh, and I moved out after a quarter because I was fucking annoyed <laughs> with them. But
0: well, if, anyways, if it makes you feel any better, the, the vocalist from Kane Hodder is, is straight edge. So there you go. I should have listened to them. But yeah.
1: they, said they formed in 2002.
0: Yeah, they're not a band
2: That's
1: actually anymore. right around. I, sh- I should have been into that. I don't know. Like the name is familiar, but yeah. I don't fucking know. Anyways, sorry, Saddest Landscape is <laughs> not what...
0: Off topic. That is not what your the fashion us, magazine. Let us know how you feel about getting hotter. Uh, I don't have I don't have many notes on this song because it's kind of like this short like barrage where it's just chaos the whole time. Like they don't really kind of stray off of that, so it was hard to take notes on this one. But you have something.
1: No, like I don't know. Like I I felt like the the lyrical content was really awesome to me. It placed it's, uh-huh. It it was a time of place. It's totally it's actually kind of today. Like I wonder what the, the dude who sings for this band or wrote these lyrics thinks about these today, but like, I I think they're, I think they're pretty fun. I wrote so that, that opening part, like, it's funny. You're talking about the voice, the voice. Like, I think we could, I think we could agree and also disagree about his voice. His voice stands out. I think Uh as this type of music, for sure. Like it's very different than what I was expecting. At times I felt like, I felt like he was like, I think I wrote on another song that one of my notes was like, dude, this dude's voice is like too deep. He should, <laughs> it's like, it's like too manly. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. But, um, but, but he definitely like, um, feels strained. And also in a sort of like, I, f- I feel like I see like Henry Rollins in like a fucking Vain vein in the neck, neck and like yeah. a little bit of a more like a hardcore punk rock vibe. Yeah. Um, but that said the intro intro point to this song where it's just like, blasts you mm-hmm. right like the first stu- the first vocal introduction is fucking awesome yeah. it reminds me like of like um vaguely reminds me of things like curl up and die uh-huh. did you ever listen to this band it's another rev band yeah I, guess, but I, I
0: did listen to them a little bit that was another one that, that Eric like, uh, turned me on
1: to totally fast as fuck just like the guy who would sing would just like fall down on the ground and like get up and run around his like voice emulated his own motion yeah. and like I really liked that at the beginning The music note I have, though, or the time note I have is for one minute and 12 seconds. And I don't know why.
0: (laughs) I just said that it's brutal. brutal, But not picking up change brutal. Dude,
1: they never get to the change.
0: brutal.
1: It's so fucking good. Like, that's a vocal delivery that, like, I just, I fucking love it. I mean, he gets to that point where he's, like, keeps on choking and the word stop, and he gets back to that slightly more hardcore yeah. uh, intonation, which is fine. Like, that's part of that that style, too, but like, oh, fuck. I'm into it. And he's, like, these things hurt, and he's saying it in this, like, super dramatic yeah. way, and yeah. it's, like, because someone was, like, uh, pissed about his, his band shit, <laughs> and they posted about it.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm sure it's real serious. I'm trying, I'm, what I was trying to say, like with uh, most respect, like I like to make some light of this yeah, stuff, yeah, but yeah, yeah,
0: definitely Totally.
1: fucking brutal ass, brutal ass delivery. So yeah. good. So fucking good. It's
0: it's really fucking great. He doesn't, he kind of strays away from that in the later years. Like they were around for like four or five years and then they took like a hiatus and came back in like 09 or something. And he still will get there to, to that kind of like just throat bleed sc- curdling scream, but he doesn't always get there anymore.
1: I, I don't know if it's good for you. Oh, I'm sure it's not.
0: Yeah. It's always funny. Uh do, do you listen to the band Touche More?
1: Oh yeah, I love them. Actually yeah. it's like a what it's like a revival sound, right? Don't they call yeah, themselves yeah. that too? Just like a fucking when I first heard that I was like, wait, this
0: is still being made? <laughs> <awesome."> <laughs> totally, totally. But if you if you listen to that guy talk, like his his voice is just fucked. Probably like years yeah. of of screaming at the top of his lungs, but hey, worth w- it for worth me because yeah, I mean, worth I, it. You know, I get some good music out of it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, guy. I guess as long as it doesn't go
1: away as a result. I mean, if it's like if you're yeah. just like Chris Caraba and you're smoking two packs a day, then <laughs> it's just the way it is. You know.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. G- that guy's named Jeremy. I think I've never heard him mm-hmm. talk. I should listen
0: to him talk. Jeremy Bowman. He's got a podcast. Because um, everyone does. It's good too. So yeah. okay, better than this one. Uh, <laughs> It is not,
1: dude. The saddest landscape. I was gonna ask you, like, what? Describe to me the saddest landscape. And apparently, it is you reflecting on the things you do. They did that. Dude did the Seisha uh, discography yeah. re- reissue or something. I never got a. I never got a hold of that. I feel like an idiot. I'm, I listened to Seisha on CD. So wow.
0: So fuck wow. everybody.
1: <laughs> I was to a lot of stuff on CD. So yeah, it's just whatever. <laughs>
0: That's, I mean that's kind of all I got. The the last thing I wanted to talk about was the drums, but I already gushed about it for 5 minutes. So we have um the third
1: song is where the drum like wait, no. We'll get to them. Oh, that fourth one that you picked. Okay. Oh fuck, yeah. Okay, go go on. Let's <laughs> Hey Danny. <laughs> hey. So that was the fashion the fashion magazines have succeeded. Can I ask you a question about like the name uh-huh. of that song? Like how uh-huh. did what are you thinking? I'm going to write a song and I'm in a band with you. And I'm like, yeah, this one's called the fashion magazines have succeeded. I was
0: so into that shit, man. Like, yeah, I, I, cause I was big into like writing songs and shit back then. Uh, and I was so into the nonsensical song title. That's not sung like saves the day was all about that kind of stuff. And Mm -hmm. like the early minus the bear stuff and, uh, just if if a band did that, I was all
1: about it. Yeah, it's weird to me. Like I don't know how it relates to the song because I feel like it's right. Fashion making has succeeded is a correct statement.
2: Our yeah, culture yeah. is fucked. Yeah,
1: I'm
0: gonna now talk about something else. <laughs> <laughs> I th- I always I mean I didn't know it was about the online stuff because I'd never looked at the lyrics before. I always just assumed it was about like uh, like anorexia or, or something of that nature.
1: I mean, there, there's some lines, there's some lines in here that I don't understand. So maybe (laughs) you could ask the the person, I guess the credit for the writing credit is Aaron for this one. So like Aaron's like, dude, that is not Mm -hmm. a song about message boards. That is actually a song about surfing. It's what he might say. Come on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to call it the surfing magazines have succeeded. Right. These things do
1: hurt when he says that it's actually the coral reef when you scrape across it as you go under (laughs) the wave. Yeah. Yeah. They've got their knives drawn. It's about a belly flop. <laughs> it's about a yeah. All right. Do
0: you want to do the second song? Oh uh, fuck yeah. Let's let's do the second song. Uh off of the single Redefining Loneliness. This song is called Redefining Loneliness from 2012. <laughs> So this one's a bit different huh
1: yeah I feel like I don't know what the fuck my notes are dude I'm gonna get better at this at some point but like <laughs> I feel like there's a I wrote that there's a youth crew part Is but there? I don't think there's a youth crew in it oh. like it
0: maybe I feel I don't know like Is that the, the like. Nah, 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 nah. I could. that's total that makes me think of youth crew I just had that in my head when I was thinking about that though and I was like yeah there's it, a there's a guy like wearing a hoodie with the hood up pacing around the stage right now for sure
1: Oh yeah, the back and forth. Uh, uh, yeah, totally. Yeah. I guess that to me too, like the. Oh, so again, with the lyrics, like the lyrics feel that way too, to some degree. But like it's a, it's an open, it's an entry point that. Doesn't catch me in the same way as that blistering first yeah. one for sure. Yeah, like yeah. you were, you would describe this more. You had said before that this is a band that combines elements of post, hardcore. You said
0: post hardcore, uh, like a little bit of post rock. Like kind of the middle of the song where it gets excuse me, uh, where it gets like quieter and stuff that has like kind of a post rock feel to me. Yeah. yeah, They kind of combined a lot of a different, different, uh, blah, 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 blah. They kind of combine a lot of different styles, which is fun.
1: It seems like you could have that Thursday comment fits a little bit more for that entry point or at least that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That, that guitar part, the noodle, the lead noodle or whatever, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. is creating a build. I don't know about the. What did he
0: say the, to your, your friend? Uh, Cody said it's uh, like, it sounds like Thursday without melody or something. Without melody. Something okay. To that I'm
1: getting effect. there. I'm getting there. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so this was on uh, just a seven-inch, like a seven-inch single, which I have, of course.
1: But you're going to sell.
0: Uh, I don't know if I would sell this one, actually, because it's got like a silkscreen b-side and i have like the the low the lowest number pressing or whatever so i'm zero one no i mean they're not numbered but like you know they only made like a hundred or something like that
2: yeah
0: of the orange color or something and i don't know if the song is about tattoos or whatever but the the whole thing was hey everyone send in pictures of your saddest landscape tattoos and we're going to put you on the the seven inch cover and so I don't know if the song is about that. It it kind of feel. I was reading the, these lyrics a little bit, and thinking about that album cover, and thinking like, is this like about getting getting inked or something? There is something like
1: actually, yeah, it's about getting inked. I don't know, like redefining loneliness to me, and then this this idea like where like we tattoo hearts, we get lost in song, dance in bedrooms, and reclaim our lives. This is the line in the sand. This is what's important to us. Is a total it's a could be a fucking Bane lyric. Like it's a total <laughs> Whoa, hardcore <hell> yeah. <laughs> lyric. And I mean this is a Boston band too. Maybe there's yeah. like maybe they're like but like there is something about the I could see like a tattoo um in your room listening to something that's important to you and knowing that it's you know it makes it, it connects you to something bigger. Yeah, yeah. But it's also not something you see around you in any social settings per se.
0: Yeah.
1: I feel like that's read that's lonely as fuck. Yeah. But it redefines loneliness in a positive fashion, I guess, is what they're trying to go with here. And I think, yeah, that's where I get the youth crew thing. I think it's, it's, it's a fucking, I don't know, I like it. Yeah, it totally, it,
0: that's totally like kind of a youth crew mentality. Or like Bane is a total good example. I, I like that interpretation and I wonder if it's if it's the actual one. I don't know.
1: Oh, who knows? Isn't that the best part of writing a song? Like that, yeah. the person who's responsible for this, which is credited as the saddest landscape,
0: mm-hmm. all of
1: them doesn't have to. They can just be like, "Whatever, you're right. Everybody's right. <laughs> it's, all, <laughs> it's all good." Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I do have. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm all interrupting and shit. I'm trying to figure out how much the orange uh, pressing is selling for on Discogs.
0: Oh, I can <laughs> pull. I have Discogs up right here. Let's see which one I have. If I'm I see actually. clear blue, gold. Gold is the one I have. Oh, buddy! Ten bucks, man. Th- yeah, I'm gonna get that. So like, <laughs> 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 that's
1: really not that much. That's
0: really not. dang.
1: Much. That's why you should keep it because it's uh, just like that's how much it costs to get new today.
0: That oh, sucks. see, I got a hundred and there's a hundred and ten copies of the gold, which is the one I got. And there was also 110 copies of translucent red that was sent specifically to the people who sent in their pictures of their tattoos.
1: Oh, that's tight. That I would keep for sure. Yeah. Um, Maybe the fact that I wonder, like sometimes this band, like I was looking at their website, their specific website, and they seem their their album prices are pretty good. Actually, they feel they feel like punks to me. Yeah. And I'll say that to a person who has genre who's not genre lazy. Um, (laughs) But they definitely like. They definitely feel like punks, and like I could see like one of the reasons to put out to collect to collect this shit and put it onto a twelve inch is also to undercut the um, prospecting on whatever the fuck yeah. the vinyl stuff is too. But
0: yeah, 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 totally. All those resellers and flippers out there. I mean, if they
1: don't make an A and E show about seven inch reselling on discogs, then you'll, I'm not you'll gonna. Buy have, I won't inch, have lived the life. You redo
0: the bathroom in it, and then you sell it. for twice You
1: sell it yeah it's called seven inch war discog wars <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh i would watch that <laughs> you
1: i know you would i'd be um, on it fucking i was i watched uh uh god the, why am i thinking of this because they have a show about people who like bid on fucking um storage units storage, oh, yeah, wars. storage
0: wars yeah my dad so cool watch that i love it <laughs> say
1: hey dad and mom that show is good your taste is amazing yeah yeah how much will um, they
0: give me for my murder city devils box set come on
1: <laughs> and those dudes are also like they're like piling through all the shit and they're like oh wow a rake five dollars put aside like how do you know <laughs> oh, anyways uh, what do you mean shit a box of, a box of tape i don't know seven dollars and they put it aside like what are you talking about who's gonna pay seven dollars <laughs> for that box of tape yeah nobody shit that's why discogs wars would be better because it's you know yeah, yeah. there's at least some <laughs> some feedback this has sold for exactly um i i wrote down two time stamps
0: mm-hmm.
1: at 51 seconds and one one thirty two one minute and 32 so okay. 92 seconds so that's it's a metal solo right there They're just like straight up like (laughs) you were doing the little uh, the fucking metal thing also like the lyric up the decay up the heartache up the isolation up the loneliness up the mistrust and we'll and we will up the loss we will live like we're outlaws confident failures knowing it will never be this good again is a total fucking youth crew (laughs) lyric as well I like it I mean, it's a little bit sadder. Like I I'm not trying to like youth crew is also kind of boneheady often. So this is not that, but like it's, I fucking love it. It's like, like, it will never be this good again is also sad as shit. It's true. And then a minute 32 is the emo solo.
0: fucking love it that's like the kind of emo kind of post-rock I I just love that they bring that shit in yeah I'm gonna fast forward just a little bit because I want I love where it continues that part but it gets heavy Break in the middle of the song and it's really kind of nice i bet it would be cool to i've never seen them live but that kind of stuff would be really fun to like take a little breather
1: what are you doing in the audience when that's playing
0: um i mean like if i were to go see them tonight i would just be sitting like somewhere in the back but like you would call, you would not go. You would be like, dude, it's a fifteen. I'm. going. <laughs> <calling.
1: I'm, laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd go on on Twitter and try and sell your ticket on Reddit I'm or some to shit. Tomorrow, man. Come on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but though, no, like you're 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 like up front and you're you're just kind of like, swaying, back and forth, or maybe you're like when the drums come in and it, it's getting heavy, you're like, punching the air, <laughs> bum bum. You know what I mean? Yeah. What are you doing? Punch in the air. What are you doing? During that part? Yeah.
1: I think I'm, I think I'm, no, no, I don't think so. I don't know. Like I, didn't, I haven't gone to a show like a band like this in the, te- like I had in the Nokia texting era, but not in like a, not in a contemporary <laughs> texting era. Sure, sure. I feel like I'm scanning, I'm scan. I'm doing like a, a people watch. Oh, sure, sure. I've taken, I've taken my eyes off of the saddest landscape and I'm looking around at the quote saddest landscape, which is all the fans like (laughs) shoegazing in the middle of the fucking emo solo. (laughs) And i (laughs) am and I'm, I'm, as the lyric says, I'm reclaiming my life because this is what's important to me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Here I am
0: (laughs) standing tall above these people.
1: Yeah. Or I'm trying to get the vocalist to pass me the mic so I can can sing
0: sing along. (laughs)
1: for the, for the next part, the end of the song, I feel like the very ending of this song is like a crash into a wall vibe, which is like over, but like it goes pretty chaotic, yeah. which is interesting. Cause like you said, like this sort of slow post rock vibe comes in at what did it come in at? I feel like I lost it like one or something yeah, like that. Yeah, It's and a just, very
0: long part.
1: It goes for a long time, but 40 seconds before it comes in is that ridiculous metal solo, yeah, solo yeah. or that shredder piece. <laughs> like I don't understand. I love it. How do you get from one to the other? seamlessly is is the challenge and you they seem to have Boston. done it pretty well. You have to be from Boston, which is another part of this band's story that I find interesting, but yeah. anyways, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's all—it's nuts.
1: It's nuts. It's It's all drums, though. Like this, you're right with this drummer. He's just carrying that shit through. Like, yeah, not now. He's not picking people up and putting them on his back per se, but like, it's not like everyone else isn't pulling their weight. But that that shit stands out.
0: Yeah, good drummer always stands out like really, really well. Just like how fast those fills are on the faster part, and then when it switches to halftime, and it's super like cymbal crashy. Oh, dude, forget it. You're
1: in. You're in. this, the landscape is no longer sad for no, Danny it's as listening.
0: <laughs> it's very triumphant.
1: Yeah, that song feels. I mean, that is a triumphant song, yeah. right? Like yeah. he ends it by saying, "We're ready to get to bet big, so consider our debts paid," which is a fucking youth crew tattoo, <laughs> dude. That's on the back of a fucking shirt with a black and white photo. <laughs> yeah, with the, yeah, and the dudes, the dudes have like fucking. Uh, Bandanas across the front of their faces and they're in like slouch positions. Yeah. And consider our debts paid. Yeah. <laughs> Boston, Boston HC, HXC. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh fuck. They better have that shirt. Yo. Anyways, <laughs> it, I, I think it's, I think it's good.
0: Fucking it's a good song. Guys. Come on. <laughs> You're not really doing much anymore these days, right? Uh, so make some money. I'll buy it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, if consider it, it's made shit. I've been wearing an X-Files shirt because it's like one of those that's like a, it has a circle and it says X oh, and then yeah, file's yeah, yeah. really small. <laughs> and on the back, it's Mulder and Scully and they're both in that sort of crew pose where they're down and they've got Whoa, their arms really? up. really? And, it, yeah, and I think, I think it says like the truth is out there is like the hardcore <laughs> oh, statement. The
0: hardcore font? Oh, that's sick.
1: Yeah, it's a hardcore font. Like got sure. It looks like trash. I've worn it too much, but like. I always wore it to work cause you know, I'm a librarian. So it's like, yeah, this is a total librarian phase. Yeah, like the truth yeah. is out there. You just need to find the right keyword in your search or <laughs> some shit, but it's also so hard. It's so fucking hard that shirt. And like they could do that with this, with the end of this oh, damn yeah, song.
2: totally.
0: <laughs> All right. Shall we move on to 2010?
2: Yeah,
1: we got, we got to, we got to go on to a uh, wait, 2010. We're going backwards.
0: Uh, oh, we are going backwards. Yeah, that was 2012. Mm-hmm. Off of You Will Not Survive, Eternity is Lost on the Dying. here
1: yeah can you t- describe the cover of this uh album this is a full length right
0: uh it is a full length yeah it's it's a dude looking down it's it's a dramatic re- recreation of Chris Caraba minutes before his uh, yeah. car crash is <laughs> that's motorcycle <laughs> crash <laughs> what's he doing he's he's uh he just he put his sig in his mouth it's not lit yet uh no he's grabbing the lighter yeah but he's he's grabbing the lighter he's got his his hog like revving up I imagine he's got a Harley and he's about to take off but yeah. he should he should take his time and wait but he doesn't
1: yeah no one I mean first of all he he doesn't have a helmet on so like what oh, the fuck are I you know. doing
0: Chris why do you think he ended and up a hospital like,
1: <laughs> I feel like yeah I feel like also like I don't know at what point, at what point, like you're smoking on the, on the motorcycle while it's going because like, that's just, just going to go out. Yeah, right? yeah. Like you're not enjoying yourself. Like k- sit back, have your smoke. I don't know where you got to be so it's fast. Just like why do you got to get it? He's in it for the look. You know, he is. He's in
0: it for the look. Yeah. I yeah. guess that's true.
1: All right. <laughs> I guess this, this band got you. They caught you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> some, some, uh, uh, nine. No, like, 12 years early, or something like that, but they, they knew it was coming. <laughs> it was coming, yeah. I can't remember when this yeah. happened. It was in 2020, I think. So 10 years ago. Span, this
1: spans like the QAnon of of scrams. Or <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> some shit. Yes. So I wrote, my notes on this song are big talk, wine, scream song. Sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Big talk. is that sum wine, it up? Wine, scream song. I like it. Yeah. All right, so let's move to the next song. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> this guy didn't like this one. No, I did like
1: this one actually quite a bit. I have when I say big talk, I don't mean like big talk like shit talk. I mean like there's this is where we really start to see this vocalist do talking parts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of the Of the five songs you gave me, I think is the first one where like it's a big talker. Mm-hmm. I love to fucking talk parts. Yeah. Like I want to give you the Van Pelt, which is an exclusively talking band. So like, what? I feel like talk talk parts are my Favorite fucking thing.
0: Like he's just reciting poems during the song.
1: Dude, you got to listen to it. That's it's nothing fucking like good. like his brother Ted Leo does. I don't know anything about Ted Leo, except that we're going to have to do like back to
0: back weeks, like, or like the same episode in one week or two, I mean, two episodes in one week. Like it's Leo week. We're doing the Leo Van Pelt week. and we're doing Ted Leo and the pharmacist. Uh,
1: it sounds like something you do in late July, early August. Sure.
0: sure yeah. Right in the middle Leo of summer. season.
1: Yeah, but it's also you know for the
0: Leos out there.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, okay. yeah. Okay. I'm a Leo, so I'm, I think about it, you know, <laughs> as a lion and all. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I have three timestamps, and I got the talk wine part. Okay. At one fifty four, I'm sure. Okay. I, I think it might happen before that, but whatever. I have
0: I have one sixteen. I've got. I'd say this part rules. I don't remember what it is, so let's hear it. <laughs> Two things.
1: It is part. It is a rule.
0: Taking taking a nice little breath in between those blast beats. Great job, guys. And right at the end yeah. there, right at the end of what I was playing, I'm going to do it one more time for for everyone in the back that didn't hear it. Listen to his voice. Right there. Did you hear that?
1: <laughs> oh, and <when>, like, <laughs> I, there's something to describe that, but I'm
0: just not going not, to. Yeah. Oh. He do- yeah, it's a flutter. A, a flutter? I don't know what it is, but every time he does that, I, I just I just want to explode. I fucking love it. Makes me... Weak in the knees, Danny, over weak there. Weak in the knees. Yeah. I get so weak in the knees. What would you say you're, uh, you're
1: whining? I wrote 154. Is he 154. whining by that point? Talking and whining? This, by the way, is more of like, to throw back to Cody's Thursday point, like I'm hearing it more and more oh, sure, in particular sure, yeah. with this song.
0: Like the end of uh, Cross Out the Eyes.
2: And we are
0: desperate kids doing extraordinary things.
2: And we are just like you. And we are...
0: He's like great at writing lyrics that you want to get tattooed on, on your body.
1: I mean, I already did uh, <laughs> that one. So five songs or less, Danny got me to tattoo the band's lyrics. <laughs> We're on song three. Um, not really. I didn't do that. I feel like this is where I wrote uh, this dude's voice is a bit too deep. For me, like it's, it's strange, right? Like, so like, if you talk about some of the other emo, like screamy emo, scramsy bands from that earlier period, earlier in this band, this band comes around a little bit later, I guess, but like they had some fucking whiny ass nasal voice, dude. (laughs)
0: Some screeches too.
1: Yeah. And I fucking love that. I think, um, and this guy can do it. Like the last song we listened to, there's a section we'll hear where it's just like, yo, yo dude, that he's he's high he's pitched he's like way up there but like i feel like i don't know like i i like a talk part i really like i really like this part it's it's got that funny sort of whiny lyric Mm -hmm. but yeah for some reason i'm listening to this i'm like i don't know man still that it's the henry rollins of screamo over here (laughs) henry
0: rollins of screamo that's a fucking compliment man
1: that's oh 100% it is yeah. I'm not pissed about this I just like think about it in the context of the the style that I that I really am fond of and I really like a talk wine or a talk like cry part yeah, like yeah yeah I don't think of a voice this deep for whatever sure, reason because sure. yeah. I also I almost have a squeaky voice person myself so maybe I saw myself more reflected in the, the squeaky voice <laughs> with a high pitched voice yeah. but
0: <laughs> I have 309 there's another we part he says he's got some other tattoo ready lyric
2: it wasn't. The,
0: it wasn't the the we phrase. It was the stop a heart or stop our hearts. That's something that comes up quite a few times in his lyrics is stop a heart, stop our hearts, stop your heart, and also we, we are something. Uh, those are the, the tattoo-ready lyrics that he's yeah. so good at writing. Um, I'm going to continue playing because it's at 3.40 now. Yeah, we're going to
1: do the, this, this, the super breakdown.
2: And who left us so hollow? And who stole our hearts? And who left us so
0: hollow? Dude, who?
1: Who did it? I fucking love that shit. It's so. <laughs> I want to think about it. like um. I just I wonder some like I don't know. I feel like I would sing that part in the practice space, and I would be like, I don't know. Like you, you t- it takes. It's awesome. <laughs> Take that shit up on the stage. Yeah, it's, yeah.
0: It, let's fucking.
2: Go. It's so
1: good. It, it's, all right, guys. I've got this line: uh, "Who stole our hearts? Who left us so hollow?" I'm gonna kind of cry it, but not Jonathan Davis. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. Be like, yeah. Let's let's do I'm it. Gonna feel the fuck <laughs> out every word. <laughs> uh, yeah, that shit rolls. Ready for for this next one? Till our ears bleed. Till our ears bleed. Nate, have you ever listened to On the Might of Princes?
1: Uh, I just did Yesterday Yes, for the first time. Have you?
0: Yeah, I was familiar with them before I found of The Saddest Landscape, actually. Just a few songs, though. I never, not until like way later did I hear their full albums. I thought when I was looking them up today, because I couldn't remember the guy's name, because I'm an asshole, and I couldn't remember the song that they're making a nod to in this song. So I was looking that stuff up today, and I I re- forgot their last album was on Rev. So I thought you might had been have been aware of it.
1: Yeah, it's super weird. Like I feel like it's a late. I don't know what the hell I was doing with that one. I don't know why I missed it. Yeah, it's also like the cover art. Like when did that even come out? I did listen to the song that is being sung for Meg. I think is a yes. song that he's like riffing on. That song's the best. It's incredibly good, and um, yeah. I should, so it's for Meg is two thousand one. Yeah, I don't know when did um.
0: The Rev album. This is the Saddest, O3. the
1: Saddest Princes 03. Yeah. It's a bit after, like I didn't pick, I skip, I skip out on Rev at about 2001 or two and I come back to Rev with Sinking Ships, Shook Ones, End of a Year, like that kind of era, like oh, 2007. Okay. How you,
0: like, How do you feel about End of a Year slash Self-Defense Family?
1: I th- I'm confused broadly speaking, but the stuff that I have and ha- have listened to regularly, I fucking love. Okay. Especially that sincere, th- their rev release, like sincerely, I think is the name of the album. Uh-huh. It's, that's it's actually interesting. Good. Cause like it's super good, but that guy's vocal stylings on that. If I'm not mistaken, like I don't listen to that album every day or even every year. I don't think I've listened <laughs> to end of year this year or last year, even for that matter. But like, it feels to me like actually like, what this dude is doing like when i keep thinking about the saddest landscape thinger, like i'm I'm like dude he's this is like it's not a screamo voice as much as it is a hardcore voice singing screamo and i feel like that that sincerely album has a similar vibe Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, their vocal stylings are not not super different but i don't know
0: that's more i I say that that album is more like dc that's right yeah which is what That's right. really kind of drew me to that band for a while. Anyways,
1: um, Till Our Ears Bleed is the song we're talking about, right? Okay, so this is the double bass drum song. Like maybe he does double bass drum a lot in these other songs. That I just didn't notice it because I'm a music idiot. Uh-huh. But this song I, has like that fucking super, super fast hella metal drum beat.
0: Yeah. I don't know Can that he you does identify? Uh, double bass a lot or much at all. Even in this song? Well, no, 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 not, not, I'm not talking about this song, just kind of in general. So it might be just on this album or something that he like, I finally can afford this double bass pedal. Or
1: it's a computer. I wonder like, so 135 is the only mark. I have that marker and then I have the end of the song because they've got that like, um, that reference to this, uh, Rosenthal song, which I think they do a really good job on that. But like the double bass is like the double bass. Every time you have a double bass drum you should also have two people playing the bass guitar at the same time like that's just how it should be but <laughs> just apparently not the case always. Huh? <laughs> yeah and at, at such a blazing speed that you're actually kind of yeah you know taken out of it but whatever <laughs> okay
0: let's hear it it's
1: sounds just like that band's that sincerely album now that i'm thinking about it but also that doesn't sound just like but it has that same, same vibe i yeah, feel vibe. but yeah that's my favorite section of all five songs yeah, yeah like that fucking ridiculously awesome chorus and then that double bass just yeah. kicking in for no fucking reason no, except no, no it's reason awesome. at all like <laughs> it was
0: it was sick with the with the fast single kick but then you bring the the double kick in oh god
2: I don't, who good. knows maybe oh, this shit.
0: guy is so good that it, that it is a single kick he's just that fast can you automate it though? Like, or get like a you could something you can do? do can triggers you? or whatever? But I don't think a trigger. That's right. It doesn't sound fake to me. It just sounds it's scary. so fucking
1: fast though. He's not doing that with one kick drum. No, <laughs> oh my <he's> God, <laughs> this, this is a drummer who's not a human.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm glad you listened to uh, Four Meg because that's such a good fucking song.
1: Yeah, it's uh, really good.
0: It's, it's really like, if you know any of their songs, that's the one to know. And I remember when this came out, and I was—they were talking about how it was about that, and then this part came on in the video, like music video for the song. I like it, got a little emotional. I was like, "This is fucking touching, touching me, man. This is good shit."
1: Yeah. It's quite a tribute. Yeah, I agree.
0: This band hasn't done anything since, like, 2015, like, new material. They've released some, like, live stuff, and they've done reissues, but I'm, I'm just curious what they're up to. I was trying to find out today, but it doesn't really seem like they're up to much of anything.
1: They're literally, like, playing fucking um, some shooter-up game, like, in an <laughs> apartment in, like, fucking Boston, just, like, chilling, yep, yep. eating Pringles. <laughs> Like bur- burping like Barney from The Simpsons or something. Yes, that's
0: precisely what they're doing.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> they're literally doing nothing. Like Hell yeah. Just they're at Mo's. Just living man. Off they're that just hanging
2: reissue
1: out at <laughs> <laughs> They're reissue money. <laughs> 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 which which got them, what, probably like $10,000 to split amongst themselves.
2: <laughs> if, if that. If that. If that. <laughs> I
0: mean, they had to do a, well, one of the things they they did, a uh, what's that called? Kickstarter, which. Which I participated in, but you know, I don't think you make much money off of that shit.
1: Unless you don't deliver, you just take the money and then don't do anything that yeah, you were promising. Yeah. But that's more of like a go fund me. Yeah, that's a go so. thing. Right? <laughs> Maybe they should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> go fund me to eat Pringles and play video yeah. games. <laughs> Dope song.
0: Yes, agreed. You ready for our finale?
1: Yeah, well, it this the title of which is um <laughs> Our second date. Sorry, Danny. Oh. The temptation that is you. <laughs>
0: are you flirting with me what's going on yeah well the fuck when do you flirt on the third day or the fifth day or like what i think you flirt before the date
1: i don't know man i, was, I don't know about i that. was
0: trying to think of a, a jokey way to to intro this song and it'd be like i was at i was at the store i was at the record store and i was looking through the records and i found this temptations record and i looked up at the guy in front of me and i was like the temptation that is you <laughs> Like one of the temptations was, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> you're you're in this band, so uh, streaming services out there do not have their 2003 album, "The Sound and uh, the Sound of the Spectacle." So uh, this was off of their first B sides compilation for compilation. All is apologized for. All is forgiven.
1: So this is older than 2008. Then the song.
0: This is, uh, yeah, 2003 is when this song came out.
1: That makes sense. It's the oldest song we're hearing.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you can tell, yeah, like, totally the recording that. quality isn't as pristine uh, as the other songs. and it It's also their best song uh, of the five. Oh. <laughs>
1: oh. I mean, you start out strong, you know. You start, you've start. you been working, you've been, you've been tinkering with this mm-hmm. doodle for so long. I fucking love this one, Sweet. I think. I also like, you mentioned Circle Takes Square mm-hmm. or, like, the City of Caterpillar. Like oh, the, yeah, those yeah. T- Early two thousands, emo, screamo, punk bands, Mm -hmm. um, scrams bands like they—that's mentioned. Yeah, fuck, they're punks, man. Like City Caterpillar, I saw in like a fucking bike repair depot that was like on dirt. Sick. That's fucking punk, man. Sick. That that is a punk band, but like this, like they're the they're the groups that like. I mean, I guess Envy did this too after a while, but like Envy was been around for so fucking long, they probably have to. But like an eight or a twelve minute long song or some shit, it's just not. It's not a 90s Screamo vibe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. really.
0: Did, did you notice that this the first, like, I don't know, three minutes of this song sounds a lot like a Get Up Kids song?
1: No, can you play that for me? Yeah. Not the first three minutes, the whole three, but, like, am I supposed to guess the song?
0: You can. I'll give you a hint. It's off of 4-Minute uh, Mile.
1: I mean, I'm bad with titles.
0: Their first full-length album. Oh, there is something
1: here. Yeah, what the fuck?
0: You, is it the Better Half song? Yeah, I don't I don't know which song it is. I've I was supposed to look it up today, but I was too busy at my stupid job. Um but yeah, it's like Better Half or or something like that. But it, it I've always like there's a lead in that Get Up Kids song that that happens, and it never comes in on this song for for some reason. But it's it's always playing in my head.
1: I can't remember what song uh, oh, is it. The song is it, is it called Better Half?
0: Maybe I can look. I'll look it
2: up.
1: Yeah, I'm playing the. I played the temptation that is you as you were playing that. The temp- <laughs> yeah. The temptation that is you song. What the hell is that song called? The temptation that is you. That's right. From all is Apollo from all apologies. Yeah, 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 They're the same. That's the same riff, but the get up kids are out at first. So obviously yeah. set landscape are, are pay- paying. They're paying homage to the legendary scrams yes, band. Being... <laughs> the legendary the get Up Scram kids,
0: band. the get up kids. Uh, oh, did I was thinking about this today. I keep thinking like about how you're from, from Washington. Did you, do you ever see the get up kids back in your Washington days? I actually
1: turned down the show, a get up kids show once because I was being flirted with and I didn't want to be flirted with. That sucks. And I think about it It was all, it was a something to write home about to her. I was like, nah, I don't want to go. Sorry. Cool though.
0: Oh, dang. That, yeah, that, I kind of regret that. I, I have guess. a live recording of them playing in Seattle that I downloaded like back in that, that era, the something right home about era. Oh, it was totally that show. I bet it was that show. I mean, they said waxwing opened.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. Which makes sense. Waxwing opened every show back then.
0: (laughs) I'll, I'll, uh, I'll see if I can, if I still have those MP3s, I'll send it to you and then you can be sad that you didn't go to that show. I guess. I don't know.
1: (laughs) I was making the right choice for my emotional state at that time. So I was doing what the get of kids were telling me to do. Okay. (laughs)
0: Okay. I guess. I don't know. I
1: regret it. Yeah, totally. It's not like I had to yeah. marry the person.
0: Uh, you didn't want to give in to the temptation that was that was them?
1: They were, Yeah. That's the problem, though, is like they're, they're, the temptation wasn't them. So, you know.
0: Oh. Um, you didn't want to give so, them the temptation. I didn't want to lead them on,
1: I guess, more sure. would it oh, be. Like, 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 I guess, like, no, I think a mature person would have said, like, I'd love to see the Get Up Kids with you, and then maybe stated clearly if I was feeling that – uh, something more was on the agenda that that's not something uh-huh. I'm interested in. Like just actually like being honest with people is probably what it was. Instead. I passively said like, no, I don't, I don't know the get up kids. I don't think I'm interested in heading to that show. It's in Seattle. It's an hour and a half fucking, away. That's a long way away. Also, I don't
0: have time for that.
1: I'm not a waxwing fan. I'll see you tomorrow.
0: Oh,
1: have fun though. Yeah. I hope you're, hope it's good. Get a shirt for me. <laughs> I did that a lot back then. Like that was a stupid part of like living when I grew up where I grew up, it was about an hour and a half from Seattle and an hour and a half from Portland. And then Bellingham where I went to school Mm. was about an hour and a half from Seattle and 40 minutes to Vancouver. But like the border could be unpredictable. So it was like not really, sure. I was a thing. Maybe it's a little bit longer, but going to shows was always sort of like, like we would do it all the time. Mm. But at certain points, you know, you're just like, Oh fuck. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if this is the for me tonight. I said that's it's like going to San Francisco from here. It's just like fuck, yeah, oh, I, man. I
0: totally get that. And like even even shows in Sac, like back in you know the early two thousands, I was going to shows all the time, and there'd be shows like that I would be like, oh, do I want to go? I remember being like, uh, Pedro Lion was playing at Capital Garage, and I was like, oh, nah, I don't think I'm gonna go. And now I just kind of regret it. Yeah. As you should. Yep. Sorry. I mean, I did. I saw him another time. We'll talk about how I didn't go see Taken Back Sunday at Capitol Garage next, next, uh, record session.
1: Um, Taken Back Sunday toured with Piebald, um, on the Tell Your Friends tour. Sweet. Um, probably one of many for that album. I suspect that wasn't the only tour they did. And I saw them, I drove to Portland, saw that show drove to Seattle. saw that I stayed at my parents' house because I lived r- closer to Portland than my university. Uh-huh. And then I drove to Seattle, saw them there. And then I drove to Vancouver, saw them there three nights <clears> in a row, <throat> taking back Sunday piebald.
0: That's a nice, like, I don't know. I feel like you can kind of get that living here. Like you, you know, if you're lucky enough and the band is coming to Sacramento, then you can go catch them in like the Bay also. But like then driving to LA, like that's, that's the fucking trick.
1: It's not something yeah, you can do. I've only done that one. Show. I did
0: that for well, I can't say I only did that once, but um Thursday thrice and Coheed and Cambria tour in like oh three I saw in San Francisco and then I drove to LA the day after. It was fucking stupid. Well they did
1: it, so you should be able to do it yeah, too. That's true.
0: That's true. And they were like they actually played. All you did was <laughs> All I did mosh. was stand there.
1: <laughs> so all you did was stand there and and think about how fun it would be to mosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I almost, I was trying to get tickets. I feel like this might've been before the pandemic before COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was, maybe it was like, as it was waning a little bit before we had the Omicron mm. variant. I don't fucking know, but like uh bikini kill was going to play down there. And I was like, and like a reunion bikini kill, like not like.
0: Not like a time uh, travel bikini kill.
1: No, I mean, shit. I grew up a half an hour from Olympia and <laughs> I didn't, I was, I was just so just too young, yeah, you know? Yes. Fuck. I wish yep. I had been grown up for five years older, maybe. But I was thinking of that Like I'd go down to LA To watch them Yeah I think And they're playing They're playing in a spot Near where my wife um, Grew up And it's the same week As we're going to see A country show In in San Francisco um, At the end of April Who are
0: you gonna go see? Uh,
1: well actually I've, Now that I say it It's embar- I'm wearing her shirt Haley Whittier uh-huh. i got her shirt on know, right now
0: I don't know Haley Whittier I'm
1: a, I'm a huge stan She has an album coming out In ten days Or eight days uh-huh. And that may, may Make or break everything Like she, the one, this one album That she's touring on that she had that's who was released during the pandemic is fucking phenomenal. But okay. who knows new albums sometimes ruin, ruin artists.
0: I am just, you never know. Speaking of you know, quote unquote country, uh, the I'm, I'm not big on the new Casey Musgraves album.
1: Oh, pff, hell no. I think it's, it's I think it's, I awful. It's, it's
0: not good, right? No, good. I'm not alone. It's in not this. good.
1: No, I also think you're not alone. Like in popular, really, I don't know. I don't, it's not like I've read reviews or something. I didn't go on to pitchfork.com, <laughs> see, what, see what they gave it. But like, I don't know. Like, I also am, I'm um, d- uh, different trailer, same trailer, different yeah. park. Like, that's the album for me. That like, one is that really one, good.
0: But. That was the first one I, one I listened to when I found out about her. And then I listened to the one with like the Blue Sky album cover and like a fan. Slow burn. That one's really good too, but it's not very... Yeah country i just like the the production quality on it is neat and there's some interesting things that happen it's she was like it's like her taylor's
1: red like it's not red it's not the same thing but you know the album that like kind of ditches the country a little bit and like starts to define herself as more of a pop artist and it's so fucking good Mm -hmm. and then that and then taylor after red did fucking 1989 Mm -hmm. it's like full bore like best album ever (laughs) and casey musgraves does a cover of Brooks and Dunn for that neon moon thing, which is incredible. Yeah. And then comes out with this fucking star crossed album or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. And it's a pooper. It's worse than Reputation. It's, you know, yeah. not to compare these two artists, <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, uh, you're not, you're not
0: into reputation, huh?
1: I like some songs in reputation, yeah. but no, not the album itself. Okay, no, okay. the full to. Are you
0: serious? Well, I, hear, I hear it often.
1: The f- just putting on reputation. <laughs> it's gonna work. Yeah,
0: she she really likes the first song. Uh, are you? What is ready the first song? It?
1: Is that what it is? Yeah, I don't know if I know that off, off the top of my head. Do, 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 do. Oh no! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Here, let me let me acapella the whole thing for you.
1: All right, everyone, we're gonna do another couple hours of Danny acapelloing the catalog of Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah it's not it's not my album okay. unfortunately
0: okay. That, delicate, delicate is a song is, i really like love. my fucking yeah. favorite taylor swift song ever
1: yeah it's good it's really good but yeah the album yeah. is not mine okay, um, okay. anyway in honor to honor the saddest landscape we should probably talk a second about this song but okay i was pitching you on 90 minute tight 90 minutes and we're at 120 right now so
2: <laughs> okay
0: okay let's go uh, I don't uh, have any timestamps till 3.05 because the first three minutes are just like this long instrumental intro that's pretty uh, sick.
1: Oh, I did 2.45 to three minutes and I called it the shoe shuffle dance part. Shoe I don't know what shuffle. It's a shoegazer moment. would say at the at this time like this is 2003 you're saying so maybe even a year earlier like i remember like the indie kids who were like into math rock and like deer hoof and inside out drumming and shit like that would Mm -hmm. do this dance where they got up to the front of the stage and like the band would play some weird fucking song and they would like look down and they weren't shoe gazing but they would do like a shuffle like thing where they would kick their feet out (laughs) and they were like and i was always like what the fuck are you doing like it's such a weird looking dance but looking back on it it's such a cool dance it's like a shoe shuffle and this song those dudes are not going to listen to this song and say like, this is great. I don't think at least they would probably not like this, but I feel like that, that moment gives you the opportunity to really do like a back kick kind of shoe yeah, shuffle. Yeah, like yeah. it's almost like you're skiing, I think is kind of what it is, but, but not yeah. like as, dr- not like as fluidly. Like, it's not like this. It's more like, uh, uh, I don't know. It's
0: weird. It's a shoe. It's shuffle. like a, kind of like a ice skating thing. Like you got your hands kind of behind your back and you're just kind of like casually no, it's, it's see, that's too graceful.
1: Like, I feel like it, it's graceful. intentionally like, like with that style of music, it's meant to be a little bit gruff. Okay. And I feel like, did, anyways, I don't know if that, that didn't make any sense. Go to your
0: timestamp. Okay. <laughs> Three Oh five. That's where you're supposed to start picking up the change, but it doesn't, doesn't happen. It gets you close as hell. I mean it's super hardcore. It's like a
1: There's that crossover like yeah, it's a hardcore fucking song. Yeah. In that yeah. moment, when it, when in reality this is an 8-minute emo jam is what it is, <laughs> but but that's a Man, I never thought about
0: part. Bane when listening to this band, but that totally sounds like Bane or like Redemption 87 or something. I
1: would love to hear what the dudes in this band think about it. I wonder if like Bane has to be important to them. Bane has to be important sure. to them. They're fucking from Boston. They probably opened for Bane. They could have opened for Bane. Well, I don't know. Bane in the time of their existence is not the the kind of Bane that
0: yeah, I don't know. That's true.
1: Bane became a weird. It's not Bane. I don't know. I have some fucking hardcore friends who like still love Bane like Yeah. But I was not a huge fan with that get I think it was get blood or whatever.
0: Give blood
1: give blood can I we
0: start again no so
1: i like that that i like yeah, that's i mean i don't really like, like that it but song. i don't think i've listened to that song since i could play it for my mom and she would love it yeah it's just yeah yeah uh-huh you surely can <laughs> all right my next timestamp is at seven
0: minutes okay i got some before that then oh okay shit 558 i love a good uh stand back from the mic and scream into the air I'm always down for that. I also am too. Like I agree. And what did you say your timestamp was? Uh, Seven minutes.
1: Oh, fuck. Yeah. Like that. Like I said in that last song, that part was like my favorite in the whole of the whole list. Like this is my second favorite part. Uh, They get like high as fuck. Remember I was saying like his voice is a little too manly for me. Uh, It's a little too Vin Diesel. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Not here. Not here. Yeah. Yeah. He's not. He's definitely he's definitely not Vin Diesel. Now he's Martin Starr. Uh, (laughs) Do you know?
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I
1: fucking love it. So. Oh yeah.
0: It's, that's your classic like scrams, ridiculous, like ugly sounding scream. But I it's so great.
1: Yeah. And it's, I think it's why I thought it was, this is such an early song. Cause it definitely like sounds more like that. Uh, yeah. What, what I think of when I think of like emo from the late nineties, early two thousands, whereas like some of this old, this later stuff is like, they're a good band. Like not, that, yeah. <laughs> they're actually good. But like yeah. on.
0: <laughs> They've not kind of grown good. and evolved and all that, but, but
1: they're a rock band, uh, and here they're, they're not like, they're just a fucking, th- I mean, they're the saddest landscape on this yeah. song.
2: Yes. <laughs> <Right>? Yeah.
1: Like <laughs> they're living up to their name. It's fucking dope. This song rules.
0: <laughs> Sweet. Do you have anything else to say about the saddest landscape?
1: No, I think, uh, I'm, I'm glad, uh glad you took the time to to uh compile a list of songs for me to listen to i think i'll try out some more so you win (laughs) i win this round i went into this trying to hate this band you know as you do (laughs)
0: uh give uh, give them a rating you want to give them a it's out of how many five five Uh, seconds of summer
1: Five, all right. Yeah. Five seconds of summer. I would rate this band at three, nine. Three, wow. Four, three, one,
0: three, three nine one. Four one.
1: Three nine one two. So it doesn't round up to four. Okay. Uh-oh.
0: Whoa. That just shot in.
1: Yeah. I got it. It's all fixed. I think. Uh-oh. Yeah. Don't tell Shannon.
0: <laughs> uh Sweet. Uh You already gave me a band for for next next time well next time we're going to talk about taking back sunday yeah this guy gave the band that i
1: gave you yeah which would mean three straight boston bands wow and i also like i gotta say like i love garrison and i'm glad i picked that band um and the reissue was on my mind but it's super random like it's not one of my favorite bands Sure. Um, and Piebald is definitely was one of my favorite bands. I have a fucking Piebald tattoo, <laughs> but I don't listen to Piebald anymore and I just have not in years. So it's kind of yeah. funny to think that like I'm throwing two bands at you that like, are just <laughs> not a part of my daily life any, yeah, yeah, yeah. H- anymore, but whatever.
0: <laughs> well, next time you can give me Haley, Haley, Wh-
1: Haley Whittier. I was wor- I'm hmm. working on a Miranda Lambert list for you, but Sick. I just feel like you're going to
0: hate it. So I just, no, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm supposed to give you a band. I don't know. I'll come up with a band to give you. So you were into into metal, you said, like when you were younger.
1: Yeah, that's my middle school. Metal okay. metal and alternative rock ra- shit. Sure, you know, sure, like the sure, normal sure. stuff we were into at that age. But I also I had a middle school English teacher who also did the middle school newspaper
2: mm-hmm.
1: who would play the black metal hour on the college radio station Whoa. in the classroom. Super weird. Wouldn't get away with it today. But no. I remember liking that, like being like, emperor, this is dope. <laughs> Turns out they're all a bunch of fucking Nazis or some shit. Not yeah, emperor per se, yeah. but like a lot of that music is real fucked
0: up. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna do. We're gonna the the band that uh, when Dante was doing this podcast with me. Uh, for those of you who are just catching up, this this podcast was me and Dante, and then Dante decided to take a hiatus, so now it's it's me and whoever I want to fucking talk to. Uh, pretty much every other episode we would talk about the band Alcest. So. You're getting them. Alzest, Alcest, a French black metal shoegaze band. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Get into it. Okay. I mean, Nuclear Blast
1: Records is a fucking label, so let's do it.
0: <laughs> it sure is.
1: But French metal?
0: French. Les metal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wait, so I'm on Wikipedia right now and one of the uh, genres is Black Gaze. Black Gaze, yes.
0: That's a, thing? That's a thing? I've never heard it before. Well, get get ready. You thought Saddest Landscape was sad.
1: Yeah, I mean, these pictures of this band, like, yeah. they, they do look sad, although that Howdy. fucking hair. Do you have wigs that we could put
0: on? <laughs> Alright. Hey, thank, thanks for listening to this podcast, everybody. Next time we're talking about Taking Back Sunday and then we're talking about Piebald and somewhere in there we're talking about Black Mountain with Cody. Okay, bye-bye.
1: Wait, does Dante have long hair, like long middleman hair? No. No, That's too bad. He's got short hair. That's too
2: bad, Dante. Oh, well. Short hair and coheating Cambria tattoos.